Yo, yo, John Fitch here. It's cracking. It is, uh, man, we're like halfway through January already. What's going on, man? Some kind of weird time warp. Days are flying by. Yeah, man. Uh, there's some fights this weekend. So I'll talk about some fights. And uh, some of the fights coming up, I think there's some big implications with what's going on with Nagano and possible future for things with fighters and fighters pay. You guys uh, in the chat, keep me posted. You know, my mic sometimes uh, loses its its composure. So you got to keep me posted if it's uh, not working well. But yeah, man. Play something. Yeah, guys, um, it was good to see some fights. There were some KSW fights, too, over in Poland. And uh, those fights can be good sometimes. Michael Materla, 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 he came out and trained with us a couple times, a.k.a. the past decade. He was a champ at one point, I think. <clears throat> Yeah, dudes. Um, so what's up? How's everybody doing? Did you guys watch the fights? Did you get a chance to uh, check them out? I started... Uh, I, my first fight I caught was uh, Agelio. Bill Agelio was the first one. I don't know if that was just the, all the ones I played. It was a fight night, I guess, so it was just one. I don't know. Was there another card? I didn't get to see it. Where did the... Uh, Oh, that's my thing. Here we go. I'll do my share screen. You know, this kind of sucks. It's not big enough. I guess it's all right. You can see it enough. Um, that's next. That's the next fight. So yeah, this is the fight night. Qatar. I started watching. When did I started watching? Uh, yeah, I started watching the first. There was no undercard. Oh yeah, there was a preliminary card. I didn't see the preliminary card. I saw the main card. Pickett, McCourt McGee picked up a win. Brian Keller, T.J. Brown. I'm only recognizing the name Court McGee. Um, yeah, I don't care. I don't remember the last time Court fought, but the main card is what I caught. Uh, Bill Geo, El Geo, is that it? He looked dominant in that fight. 
Um, Dakota Bush lost to uh, worship. It was some uh, said knee. Yeah. Oh no, it was a body shot. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, that fight, Dakota Bush and uh, Borshev. Dakota Bush was grinding out uh, Borshev in the first, but um, he managed to put some hands on his insides, hit him in the body, and uh, was able to win. Hit a nice little funky dance to celebrate. Uh, Chikugin win by decision. But that's not, I mean, that's not a, is that a big draw of a fight? You guys get excited for this fight? I could have gone in the undercard. That could have been Court McGee spot. Would have, that would seem more interesting, more of a draw. Uh, Roy Vall, um, I was worried about him early because he was chasing tons of subs. He just kept going after one after another. And um, he get gassed out a lot of times doing that. But, you know, the guy on top didn't do anything as far as progressing position or damage. So lost opportunity for him. Um, because if you get a guy who's just going after sub after sub, just trying, trying stuff, they're usually wearing themselves out. So if you can mix in some damage in positional uh, dominance into that, you're going to – Wear him out, beat him up, but he did not. He did not do that. Uh, Bontorin. He just mostly tried to control. End of the uh, third round was the most action, and uh, that was um, Royval uh, went for us. Almost got an armbar. Towards the end, almost got an armbar. Transition that into um, back control. Had a uh, figure four on the back, and then was able to uh, wasn't able to finish though. Ended up coming back up to the feet, I think. But I think he just showed dominance, you know, throughout the throughout the fight. But <clears throat> those fights are tough because. If the guy on top just would have done a little bit more, if uh, Buntorin would have just done a little bit more, you know, he could have easily won uh, a decision there. Yeah, so you gotta be, you gotta be, you gotta be careful, man, with the with guard in a fight. You know, this guy was luckily. Throwing up some a lot of stuff, but not getting any damage taken. It wasn't getting thumped. The guy never got progressed past his guard, not even to half guard, and, and didn't do any damage from any of those positions. So, mm. uh, the heavyweight fight was <laughs> it was like the uh, what is that? I call it <clears throat> like in high school wrestling matches. The, the guy that weighs the most, if he gets on top first, the heavier guy gets on top first, it's going to be over. And that's kind of what happened. Uh, Sherman threw a not-so-great kick. Collier um, rushed him, put pressure on him, drove him back to his butt, and um, 
proceeded to mount him and go from the submission from there. But yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of weight to be moving guys around, man. <laughs> I don't. I've been working with a, little, a few heavyweights, and it's it's different. It's a different game, man. Sometimes when somebody has extra, like just 15 pounds of extra, just weight on you, it's wild. You know, 15, 20 pounds, 25, 40 pounds, it happens. Big discrepancies. I don't know what those guys weigh, though. I'm just saying. Hybrid Ninja, what's up, dude? He says, hit the like button, do it. Hit the like. Just do it. Um, yeah, so heavyweights are always fun. And then uh, main event, featherweights. This was um, it's a good fight. I had picked Giga. I thought Giga was going to win. I thought he was going to do the work to uh, be Qatar. But Qatar is definitely... A strong um, gatekeeper. I don't know if he's going to be one of those guys who's going to be able to fight at those top um, top spots often. I don't know. He might. Maybe the loss to Holloway was what he needed. I don't know. We'll see. He needs to fight another big, big name next and see how he, how he fares there. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. Maybe I'm wrong. But, um, He had a good fight plan. He pressured, pressured, pressured the whole fight. Had Giga backing up. And uh, he was good with his punches. Good um, clean with his punching. Didn't ever land anything super powerful. Didn't land anything that was you know, with too much hate on it. <laughs> he didn't throw anything with too much hate on it. But everything we landed in was just volume. And uh, Giga couldn't land any kicks. He, it didn't seem he was uh, capable of landing kicks because every time he would try to throw a kick, he stepped forward, and that's a good it's a good technique for um, dealing with somebody who throws a lot of kicks. Step forward. You know we play we play by rule sets. We don't need to a lot of times. I don't make guys do it. You know because you have the rule set of you know what you can and can't do, but also like the objective. What your objective is of the fight like kickboxing and boxing and those things the objective is to not get a guy out primarily right so mma is just to win and there's a lot of ways to win and um you don't have to like respect that pocket like you can grab and And then you can you can clinch up or you can throw and do damage on the way in. You know, you can't change straight in. But, uh, when we saw can um Carlos uh Oh man! But he was able to um, move and kick as as Diaz pressed him, 
and uh, we didn't see any of that with Giga. He's he just kind of um, got hit a bunch <laughs> and tried to counter. He didn't throw any hands into the kicks. Uh, you know, he seems like he leads with a lot of kicks. Maybe that needs to get switched up. But man, uh, I also liked that Qatar basically a cater Qatar cater come Qatar like the country cater um, tied him up in the first round. He punched a clinch, got him tired, got him um, got him a little bit gassed. You know, if you can do that, if you can tie up a good striker in the first first couple minutes, first round. You can take a lot out of his ability to, to throw well. Most guys aren't used to that. Carlos Condit, yeah, that's it. I remember <clears throat> back in those days. How long did it take me to go pro, Andrew? Um, I went pro before I did any amateur. I just went... I trained for like a couple of weeks and then went out and fought. This is like way back. Nobody knew what we were doing back then. Yep. See, that's the thing, man. Uh, no contract extension for uh, Chikugian. And that's, you know, part of one of the reasons they, they brought in women's MMA is because it's a great uh, way to suppress wages for everybody. Because the women's careers don't last as long and a lot of times they don't push the females as much or they don't get the uh, same viewership. So they'll put them in those primetime spots that they're selling to corporations and sponsors and whatever for a lot of money. And then they know that they're not going to end up fighting, you know, for a long career. So they're not going to have to pay them a bunch long term. I don't know. Instead of paying them, you know, just get somebody new. And then, okay, yeah, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to the Naganu and the upcoming UFC card. Um, definitely. Um. I got a comment over from Rockfin that the main event was uh, good, but the rest of the card was trash. <laughs> there were some okay fights. I mean, I mean it's a fight night, but I, yeah, you see what I'm saying? It's like they don't. I feel like they're not putting the same level of shows on as they used to. That's how they built themselves up with all these great shows and great fights everywhere. I don't know. Um. Stop sharing that. There were also uh, fights on. Uh, you see that? Well, I guess I didn't uh, put those on here. Oh, there it is. All right, I'm gonna share with you. If you guys have not paid any attention to this stuff before. Like I'm gonna start trying to watch more, but the KSW, they're well. Man, the thing takes forever to load. 
Um, we got another one coming up the 26th of February. But they just had a big uh, event. I'll let that load. Um, yeah, before a fight night. And that's part of the thing too at uh, Cater is is he is he gonna is he gonna be able to fight at that higher level? Does he have the draw? You know, is he the eye that it doesn't matter who he's fighting in the main event? Like people are gonna take time to watch him. It was a really exciting fight last night. It was a good fight last night, but he can't ever perform like he did against Max Holloway. <laughs> it's not. He can't. He can't do it. Yeah, you think uh, Colby and George can be? He's gonna wrestle him, wrestle him, possibly. Why start now after he's he didn't do it when he was fighting for the title? Like I don't know, man. But yeah, I think it's uh, yeah, I think it's very likely that Colby does beat George. I mean, George is exciting; he's fun to watch. But what? Where is he ranked at? Is he top ten? Like go-to submission, the chokes from wherever. There's a lot of different chokes. Very naked guillotines. I have a little ninja choke. I like to hit in transitions. That way I don't have to commit to position. I can still get your neck. That's a good point there, uh, all pro. If heavyweights all look like Lesnar and Overeem in their fight, the pay-per-view ratings would be insane. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong, man. You're not wrong. Cater and um, Ortega. Yeah, that could be good. Cater, Ortega, and let's see where he's at. See if he's going to step in. Because that's who he's got to be. He's got to be one of those guys, Max or Ortega or, you know, ex-champ guy. See if he can be in that top group, the top ring. Can he be in the top ring? Oh, microphone is fucking up. How's that? How's that? Are you guys good? Um, yeah, okay, so let's just look at this real quick. There were a number of fights in Poland, PSW. This right here, uh, Michael Madarla. Um, he came and trained with us. Got his 20th win. These guys, uh, 
Man, they put on some good shows, big shows. Um, but yeah, they put on some good fights and they have some monster heavyweights to fight. I think they've got their first um, champ champ. I didn't get to catch those fights live, but yeah, I'm going to try to start watching them more, I think. South Florida, what's up? How are you doing, man? Uh, and then we have... Let me go ahead and... Uh, one more thing here. Yeah, I'm going to check out what, um, what Belcor is doing real quick. <clears throat> okay. Let's cover them. Let's see what's going on with the Belcors. Um, we haven't had any Belcor in a little while. Um, we got some fights in February on the schedule. But the next fight is going to be. Yeah, Vader. We got Gracie Storley, they announced recently. And uh, Masasi and Vandefore. So, two fights in February, one fight in January at the end. So, it's little fights back to back to back. So you guys, what do you guys think of that? Vader, Lobowski. It's interesting to see at heavyweight. <clears throat> but I don't know. Is that another one of the tournaments? Is this little tournament thing? Or, or is it not a tournament? Heavyweight is just a championship. Yeah. And Gracie, hopefully, uh, still improving. That was a nice uppercut he had his last fight. That way, but I hope he doesn't think he's a KO artist now. He forgets that he knows how to scramble and just forces, forces pressure, forces positions. Let's uh, take a question here. I don't get to the uh, the Ganu and fights, fight stuff. Going. Mighty Zane is saying, I'm gonna ask your opinion on the state of the manosphere heading to 2022. There's a lot of grifters out there, I think, but that's any industry, anything. Anytime you see a problem, <clears throat> there's always going to be people offering fix, quick fix solutions. So, you know, vet your coaches and people, well, try to find some actionable advice to just uh, stuck on the red meat. A lot of red meat. Uh, some of those shows, it's just you end up. You're just listening to the same same conversation over and over and over again. So like, if you haven't figured it out after a certain point, what are you doing? You're not actually listening to anything to improve yourself. So, I don't know. I'm not worried about the whole sphere. I'm just worried about people I can connect with and influence and help. I had a few clients do um, some consultations with me. It's been a while. I'm really happy about those. From uh, when I go through his 
divorce, and another guy uh, just wanted some help with dating app stuff. It's good to have a little bit of knowledge. Goes a long way. Cyril Nagano. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh it's a good matchup. I'm hoping that he's he's strong mentally. Nagano is strong mentally because they're messing with him money wise. We'll get into that. But uh yeah, he's so powerful, man. I feel like Cyril is probably well, more well-rounded, moves better and stuff, but I don't know. I just feel like Nagano is going to touch him once, and his head's going to be tall. Could be wrong. Could be, could be wrong. His head may come up. Yeah, Bader. Bader's a beast. The Russian, or a Russian beast versus Bader's beast. Is it heavyweight or light heavyweight? Is one of them a true heavyweight or is one guy just a fat, light heavyweight? What is it? Yeah, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Smart bunch of guys. Is that better? Mike, sound better now? I hope so. Hmm. All right. I think heavyweight is where Bader belongs. I guess he's. I mean, he's got the fright. My, he's got the. He's got the size for it. I guess. Yes, this is a very, very true Tyler Durden's stupid name. I think when it comes to Francis versus Cyril, is it sparring is different than a fight? Yeah. So where they're just touching each other, touching each other, they're not wrapped up, hands aren't wrapped. It's different. It's a different type of punch. You're doing things differently. Very fair points there, Godless. Uh, he's saying that everyone thinks that heavyweights have that one-tap KO power, but Nagano actually has it. If the serial can't disable Nagano's leg with those Muay Thai kicks or something, he's going to get caught eventually, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, you know, I mean, all big, all heavyweights do have, you know, that, a potential for the one-punch one, one KO. Because it's a lot of weight. Once you get over that like 250 pound mark, if you hit somebody, the human skull is only you know so thick, so big, and I think you're gonna knock people out. But some people really do have special talent for making people sleep, and Nagano seems to have it. It's not the it's not the minus Midas touch. It's like the Sandman touch, and <clears throat> he doesn't even have to lay on the clean or flush. I think it's kind of like George Foreman back in the day. If you guys watch some old George Foreman stuff, he he put the sleep on some guys, you know. And it's not even like they were. 
Like Mike Tyson threw fast, violent punches. Like George's were. Like your uncle was playing slap box with you. But he would just sleep, guys. You just sleep them. Sleep them. All right. Uh, what else do we want to do? We want to talk a little bit about money. And this is what young fighters need to. You know, understand how UFC views you, where UFC views you. All right, so he's to this little ESPN um, interview. Okay, and this is them flexing on like the company they have a money partner deal with, with their, you know, their. Uh, what do you call them? Public relations, their PR journalists who's just giving them fluff questions, and they're making a point. And and like they want to make sure you know, like don't even try to fight with us. But Dana said, you don't always. We don't, you know. He's talking about their negotiations. He says you don't always come to terms with people. Listen, if you want to be with us, we'd love to have you. If you don't want to be with us, no problem. All good. They're like, well, so it's their business. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. That's uh, you don't get to own the title though. You don't get to own a sport by owning the title. That's the problem. I'm not uh, gonna watch this guy. But yeah, so there's a new. I mentioned it here on the show before. There's a new thing that's going into some of the guys' contracts, and it's this uh, um, what is it? Where'd it go? It's this champion. It's not the championship clause. It's there's there's a uh, um, there's a there's an endpoint now. They're starting to put on some of the contracts, right? So after five years of your first agreement, and then they're putting a one year <clears throat> thing on the uh, three fights or one year on the championship clause too. So if his uh. Promotional agreement was five years ago. I think that's what they said they did. Where was that at? Sorry, guys. Okay. All right. So this is his, right? For the Ganu. Game bound in his eighth appearance, an eight fight deal that he signed December 2017. So that's about five years. Right? It's five years pretty much uh, in December, right? Yeah, so in this December. Uh, if he were to lose the game 270 in Anaheim, California, he would be immediately become a restricted free agent. Okay, so. Um, He'd be able to sit and wait, 90-day matching period. He'd, uh, UFC would have a 90-day matching period with any company that wanted to uh, steal him away. Uh, he also, uh, 
If he wins, should he retain the UFC's heavyweight title, he would be subject to the championships clause, champions clause in his contract. That clause would keep him under contract for either three fights, one year, but Naganu, who was born in Cameroon and now fights out of Vegas, said that in the absence of a new deal, he would hold out on accepting any fights. So he can sit and wait. If he wins, he can sit and wait and not defend the title, and then he's free. UFC will have to uh, wheel and deal with him at that point if they choose to. My guess would be that they would not. They would not. They would test. They'd send him on his way because they already have all the deals. They have all this stuff. They don't need any one guy because they've they've set themselves up. They own. MMA, they own the belt. They own the top guys in every weight class. So, I mean, this guy, one of the top heavyweights around for a while, and people love him, and they're very nonchalant about him. You don't want to work on this? Fuck off. What is this? What is What kind of um, hope does most any other fighter have i just it's so irritating like i can't i don't understand why these guys just take keep taking it why can't they and one of the big things is pushing this whole deal with him is that tyson fury <clears throat> had mentioned boxing him wanted to box him and um why not why shouldn't he be able to go and do a different sport and fight and fight somebody there are different rules they make way more money Because the UFC would get cut out of it. They think they own you. They own your name. They own your likeness. You are lucky that they created the world for you to exist in. And you owe them. Um, yeah. What is it? Uh, we talked it last week. I mentioned it before how Connor was only like 5% of their total pay per view. Like these guys, UFC, they have had a setup. They're going to make a shitload of money regardless of who the fighters are, regardless of how famous or uh, popular, how many wins you have. They own you, they own the sport until fighters start doing something about it, fighting back. Support the lawsuit. If the lawsuit doesn't work, if Ali Act doesn't work, <clears throat> I mean, I'm really happy for Naganu uh, doing this. It's really, it's really good. It's really good for him because it's really good for all of us. Because if more guys stood up and actually knew their worth, like he knows he can make more money in one boxing match, in one than he ever made his entire career fighting for the UFC. Why shouldn't he be allowed to do that? What what rational person, you know, um, they shouldn't have such restrictive contracts, but they do, but they're getting a little bit better. And we'll take credit. That's, that's, that's change that has been pushed forward because of Things like the uh, class action lawsuit. Uh, 
they started paying the baseline went up to 10 and 10 because they wanted to make it look like they're paying people more so they'd be less likely to get sued so there'd be less support from anybody joining some uh, um athletic associations or joining a lawsuit or anything like that and then um they started giving out other little things here and there not as much as it would have made a difference if they gave out percentages of what they're earning what the fighters uh make the money and spend it the way they see fit He's uh he's got a lot of sad quotes. <laughs> I mean, this this the way that these guys really think about the athletes and how they talk about them and whatever. Like, you're a stupid horse to them. You're a really dumb horse to them. They do not care at all <laughs> about you. Yes, I agree with you very much. Tyler Durden is a stupid name. Tyson Fury will work Francis, but he will make him rich. Yeah, I agree with that statement. Um, because I don't think it's not the same when you have boxing gloves versus MMA gloves, the wrap, the, you know, the lack of padding, it's, you know, he'd have to land more than just the one punch. I think, I don't know. Maybe he's been doing a lot of boxing and like, it's not like he's going to take a year off. You know, and uh, and not do anything, and not box, and not like hit mitts and stuff. He's probably gonna do boxing twice a day. That's it. I mean, he could literally do nothing but boxing twice a day for six months. Take a break, lift a little. I don't know, man. Yeah, he can already he can already buy whole cities back where he's from. So, yeah, maybe he's he's already got the fu money. He doesn't have to listen anymore. Maybe he just has pride and doesn't want to get talked down to by these people. They're probably having. Um, Press room so that it's been a long time since I've seen the UFC push someone as hard as they push Nagano. How about Patty? How about that Patty guy pushing him really hard when he came up short against Stipe the first time? I think it disappointed the brass big time. They're probably going through um, contract stuff with Stipe. I bet you want to bet he was probably trying to get something out of him, wanted to get paid more, and then. Their killer, their thug. We got it. We got the guy. We got the guy to get rid of him. <laughs> nope. And then, yep. Then he becomes a problem. <clears throat> Maybe he wants to, but like, why? Why cut in? Why cut in the UFC? Like they said that they cut in fifty percent on Connor's deal. They cut in on fifty percent of the money that Connor made. 
why it's so wild dude it's like he he paid his pimp 50 million dollars I, I was here making fun of him. I was saying that it was 30% was bad. I thought he paid 30% of the money he made from that Mayweather fight. He paid 50. It's wild, man. Yeah, I don't think they want the precedent to be formed. You're right, God bless you said. Fitch is right. They're uh, letting they'll let again you go. Uh, just make it a vacant title. They won't beg or set a precedent. They'd uh, ever go co what? They won't set a precedent of co-promoting or letting athletes compete in another organization. Yeah, not not far off. Yep, that's what I think that's and that's one of the good things. I don't know if it's good, but it's where we're kind of heading to a lot of the fighters right now is that they're all realizing that you have to just go where the money is. The titles don't matter. The promotions don't matter. Where's the money? How much are you paying? How much can I make? Um but again, that gives all the that gives all the power to the UFC because you're gonna make the most potential money with the people who are doing the biggest pay-per-views. A lot of them have daddy issues. A lot of guys have daddy issues. They just want to be patted on the head. <clears throat> and we told good boy. Uh, pension. Well, the NFL, well, that's the thing, man. The teams don't do the pension. The Athletic Association does through the through their own organization with uh, the help of the team owners and the NFL. The NFL is a sanctioning body. The problem is we don't even have a sanctioning body. There's no sanctioning body that exists. There's no there's no overseeing sanctioning bodies looking over the titles or running uh, uh, leagues because promoters are just I individual promotions. It's one one event host, one team. Yeah, man. Like that Patty guy. Like I don't know enough about him, but. He was all over my timeline for a while. And I thought he won a bunch of fights and was getting a title shot or something. He had like one fight. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. It's very obvious, I think, hybrid ninja perspective, saying it's obvious that the promotion doesn't like Stipe. Yeah, they don't they don't give him the praise at all that he deserves. And uh they don't push him like he should. Seems like he should be in a lot more stuff. I don't know. There should be a lot more places talked about a lot more. I don't know, Kenny Williams. Danny's exact words were, this is the second time in UFC history the fight will have a script like Vince McMahon does, LOL. What do you think he means? I have no idea. 
Francis Bare Knuckle, that would be that'd be interesting. Let's see a little Naganu Bare Knuckle. It should be like uh should be like shipping car shipping containers, right? It should be a shipping container. And they shut them in the shipping container. There's cameras everywhere in the shipping container. And it's just like fight. Oh man, I uh, I don't really celebrate birthday stuff. Uh, I think I'm taking the boys somewhere, maybe. But yeah, we should have a birthday week, so we'll make the most of it. I didn't see the patty fight. I don't know. I was like, that's why it was uh, kind of surprising. There was so much stuff on him on my timeline, and there's so much talk about him. He only had like one fight. I thought that, like he did a bunch of crazy exciting things and even the one fight wasn't that crazy exciting so I don't know maybe he's got a personality I'm not seeing is that it yep they did play him kind of uh, UFC is the pimp and Mayweather was a pimp, and they all kind of pimped the Irish kid. I don't even think Floyd bet on himself winning the round he won in and just toyed with him the whole time. Patty the Fatty. <laughs> Those are, uh, it's a meme going around. It's funny. I mean, it's, yeah, but that's what happens when you take merit out of the picture and it becomes a production controlled by one entity. They get to pick the rankings. They get to pick who ascends. They get to pick why they ascend. <clears throat> okay, in my opinion, I have to see John Jones move around at heavyweight first, but um, it's possible that, like, He's able to to push Cyril into clinch work and dominate him in the clinch, possibly take him down and beat him up. I think Naganu has that sleep sleeper touch. So John Jones has a much harder time with Naganu. Uh, he's gonna have to kick. Like you have movement and leg kicks, man. That's how you beat Naganu, I think. Right, because he's so strong, and even if you pull him in close, push him into the fence, you know, and uh, you keep it tight in the fence, he still has short punches that can sleep you. You gotta, you gotta like, you gotta be moving and chop, moving, chop, moving, chop. Whole fight, get your shins ready to get bloodied up and split open. Because <laughs> you're throwing a lot of kicks. Yeah, even if he's checking, you gotta keep throwing him. You gotta hope that you can hurt him enough to slow him down a little bit. I 
I don't know, man. I don't know the whole Sahuda thing. I don't know if UFC is a big fan of him <laughs> in the first place. He's a little guy. He runs his mouth too much. <clears throat> I mean, if they can make money off of it, maybe they'll let him back, but they don't want him to have the title again right away. Or I mean, I don't know, man. I don't even know. I don't know what this – it's all soap opera stuff at this point, isn't it? Yeah, it's wild, man. Because the ring girls make a lot more. A lot of them can make a lot more than the fighters. It's true. See, <laughs> Lisa. All right, all right, all right. Um, but yeah, so we'll see if Nagano sits out. Is there a one of the um? Sorry, forget to look. The other fights on the card coming up. Okay, what do you guys think of the Moreno and uh, Figueredo? That's happening. Um, same night, Craig Hardy is back uh, against Olnick. I think Olnick probably takes that. Saeed Nemekamadov is uh, fighting Cody Stammen. Michael Piera is going to be doing some backflips on some people. Hmm. Uh, seeing preliminary car, I don't recognize any of the guys. Okay, so main card, not bad. But uh, yeah, two titles. I'm more, I'm more concerned about the four last fights than I'm about any other ones, but. Give him a look. What is this? Uh, the 22nd, January 22nd, 5 p.m. I'm going to try to catch these. I might not get to catch these live because um, kids have Soapbox Derby, I think, this weekend. I don't know what time that's going to be over with. Oh man, Hardy is out. Hardy is out. They didn't fix it. When he was, when is he out? What happened to Hardy? Hurt himself. Yeah, uh, Jones isn't going to be able to go backwards in performance as far as you know where he was a couple years ago, a few years ago. He's getting older. But there's still plenty of uh, fun fights. I mean, that could be part of the uh, appeal of heavyweight for him, right? I, I'm a firm believer that we don't really get to see the best heavyweights 
around because a lot of guys who are that size, <clears throat> who would be amazing fighters, play to their, their other sports. I think because there's so much money to be made in other sports. Why would you? Why would you fight these animals? For you know, ten thousand to five hundred thousand dollars, when you could fight for millions of dollars, or play football or hockey or something else, and make way more money and not get punched in the face or uh, leg kicked. So, I always feel like sometimes really athletic guys moving up to heavyweight. Are able to take advantage of the lack of actual skill or ability there. Maybe I don't know. Yep, it just doesn't make a lot of sense because, like, a lot of the big think about how well there's some like failed football players that have come out and done pretty pretty well, but they weren't that great at football but they're still able to come out with not that much training and still perform pretty well not all of them did but a lot of them you know they fought big cards main cards television cards pay-per-views so that's pretty good I don't know him I mean Brock Lesnar was a champ and he wasn't good enough to play on the Minnesota Vikings. Do you guys know that? Do you know Brock Lesnar was not good enough of a football player to play in the NFL? He tried. He tried. But he was still UFC champ. <laughs> you know? I guess what I'm saying, like, my my whole I've brought this up a number of times, but um, oh, what was his name? Um, I just dropped that thought in my head. I mean, he actually beat uh, Lesnar in college. Stephen Neal, that's his name. Stephen Neal. He was somebody. He was a like two-time heavyweight wrestling champ. Um. I think he might have been on a, it might have went on an Olympic team. I can't remember, or a world's team, but he went and played football. Has has Super Bowl rings now. But I think if that guy would have decided to get into fighting, he would have just destroyed everybody. Uh, yep, Mitrione, Mitrione, never got to play, but he's still a good fighter. Uh, people put their fingers in their ears and they just they don't believe it's the Stockholm syndrome. They don't believe there's another way. Oh, yeah, he was on a practice team. They never never played.
Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a quick turnover. JJG is saying NFL guys who aren't QBs don't last long and end up more fucked up than most combat sports athletes. Still better than 12-12 with possibilities for opportunities. Yeah. <clears throat> um, well, yeah, it's not easy. There's a lot riding on it. There's a lot of uh, people who wash out. You know, it's not, you know, it's not like everybody gets taken care of. You know, you, you got to play three years. You got to play three years in order to make the uh, NFL Players Association. And that's when you start getting, you know, things to take care of you. But you got to work for it. It's not just going to come. It's not just because, like, you know, cross the finish line, just, just play one down, and now you're taken care of. But the opportunity with success is there to take care of you better. Yeah, he's still doing all right. Yep, I got pictures. I got pictures with me and him at the bar. Mitrion um, was on the Giants, yes, and he came out here after to uh, try out for the Niners, and he stayed with me for a little while. So... Yeah, he was tired. He, he, the Niners were just coming in to train at AKA, some of the line guys to do mitt work and footwork stuff. And, um, I was like, I know that guy. He had super long hair at the time. Like, what the hell? It's interesting. But yeah, that fizzled out. And then he tried to do supplements for a little bit and decided to try to fight. Yeah, we were around the same around the same age, same grade, so we uh, we hung out, chased some of the same girls, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, guys. Hope you had a good time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Make sure uh, you guys are going to Jawfish.net. Sign up for the newsletter. Right. Get it done. I gotta let you guys know about seminars or anything coming up. Reach out for uh, consultations if you need consultations. I'll help you out. Uh, DMs open, email yo at jumpfish.net, or you can book. I have things set up on my website now, jumpfish.net, where you can book through the website, right? All right, guys. I'll uh, I'll check you guys later. Ooh. There we go. Oh no! I forgot how it went. I know it sounds funny, but I just can't stand the pain. Girl, I'm leaving you tomorrow. You see, I've done everything I can. You see, I've begged, stole, and I borrowed. Yeah, that's why I'm easy. Easy like Sunday morning. It's 
Everybody wants me to be what they want me to be. But I'm not happy when I make it. Yeah, that's why I'm easy. easy like Sunday morning. That's why I'm easy, easy like Sunday morning. I want to be free, yeah, just me. I want to know all the things I do in life, alright. I want to be free. Yeah, it's me, babe. It's why I'm easy, I'm easy like Sunday morning. Good week, everybody. Check y'all later.